podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey, it's Wednesday, and uh, this is Mike with the Fin Fans Podcast. I've got Kirk Marks with me. Hey, Dolphins. And Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolphins. Guys, we play the Rams this week, and obviously it's going to be Tua's first start. Uh, I'm getting nervous. How about you? I'm, I think he's the one that's going to be more nervous than we are. Uh, I'm not nervous. I think that since they said he was ready, they got a game plan to go with, and I think he'll be okay. I, I was, to be honest with you, I was a little nervous when I was watching the uh, the Rams play on Monday night, and I saw that one play where Donald was crawling on his knees to get uh-huh. to the quarterback and grab him. That's a lot of desire right there. He's a beast. So he, that's that was just an impressive. That kid is just having – he has a nonstop motor. So if anything was going to worry me a little bit, that would be him. How about you, Lewis? <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. There's no question about it. I'm not so sure he is. I mean, he he has a lot of confidence, the kid. So, yes. I mean, I think he's going to go out there and he's going to, you know, I mean, he's got to have a little bit of jitters in him, but you know, the kid's a confident kid. I mean, you can see it on the sideline. You know, the way he presents himself, the way, you know, he, he's he's got all the intangibles. Um, but sometimes you're going against a lot of talent on the other side of the football field that will prevent you from getting Doing done what, what you do best, right? Right, getting done what you need to get done. And that's where I'm a little bit nervous because this is a hell of a defense to go up against in your first start in the NFL. And the fact that he only had a series up to this point makes me very nervous. You know, I mean, with Fitzpatrick, we knew how he was going to handle things. I mean, nothing affects him. It doesn't make any difference to him what they throw at him. You know, he just goes about his business and he handles things in in a certain manner. You know, I just hope this game doesn't slip away from us, Um, you know, and and that's why I'm a little bit nervous. But, you know, again, you know, like Kirk said, he, um, you know, they should have a game plan in place. The coaching staff feels he's ready. And, um, you know, hopefully it's not a mistake on their part. I mean, you know, we've got to have trust in them. Well, would you be confident if if that's Patrick was starting? Um. I'd be more comfortable. I can tell you that much. Um, you know, you've got a guy that's been uh, working with this unit a half a season this year. I mean, we're we're about halfway through, and all of last season. You know, the receiving core. Um, you know, I mean, those are factors that you have to look at. You know, when you go into a game like this, I mean, you've got a unit that has worked together uh, for you know over a year. You know, all of last season for the most part, other than the few starts that Rosen played. And, um, you know, half of this season. So I think that you have to throw that into, you know, into the uh, into the equation. You know, again, it remains to be seen. We don't know what's going on in practice. Um, somebody mentioned that. I don't know if it was you or Kirk or Jim or whoever, but we don't know what's going on in practice. And um, if the coaches feel that the kid's ready and this is the week, then this is the week. You know, we don't have a choice. You know, we've got to <laughs> – I just hope I'm not cringing in my in my seat upstairs, you know, as I'm watching this game. 
you know, I hope that, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, this is good. This is good. I don't want to be like, oh God, this is what I feared, you know, type of thing, you know? So we'll see. Well, what do you fear? I mean, honestly, what do you fear? I fear that that side of the football, the deep, I mean, this is, I mean, listen, it, this defense has two guys that are probably the best at what they do in the NFL. I mean, when you talk about Donald, he's probably the def- the best defensive lineman in football. He is. Okay. And then when you talk about Ramsey, I think he's the best cornerback in football. I mean, the, the guy is incredible. And, you know, when you're going against those type of players and then you throw in uh, the rest of their defense, which is extremely good, I mean, it's a tough task. It, it, it really is. And that's what I fear. I think that um, they, if they were going to put two in at some point and, and it, at, at this point in the season, they probably should have did it against the Jets. Uh, you know, a lesser opponent, you know, they could have worked a little bit, got his feet wet. I'm just a little bit nervous about this being his debut game. It's a very good football team. Well, maybe your thought is, you know, that's going to be a tough game anyway, regardless of who we put in a quarterback. So why not let the kid play, you know? And Mm -hmm. that could have been their thinking. I don't know. Uh, Maybe their thinking is that he gives them, honestly, the best chance to win it. I don't know. That's what I'm hoping for, Mike. Yeah. Kirk, you feel that way? Or, you know, do you feel that they made this move because they feel that this gives them the best chance to win this football game? I do feel that way. I okay. feel that it's the time to bring him in. Just that, you know, I always I always say that he's my guy and I like him and blah, blah, blah. But I think he has a better arm. I think that he'll be able to run. His passes, you know, from what, I, from what I've been told and read, he's a precision passer and he, he really throws that good quick slant and he's got a good touch. And I think that he's going to add a spark. And I, and I do believe that, you know, Fitzy may have started showing a little bit of uh, fatigue. Because there's got to be a reason for it. But here's the thing, uh, Lou. You said something about uh, Ramsey and Donald. That's fine. They're going to take uh, probably put Ramsey on Parker. You know, Donald's going to do what he does. But this is the time for the other guys to step up, Gesicki and uh, Shaheen and, and Preston Williams, to take advantage of the other side of the field and win their one-on-one matchups in order to, you know, that's how I would attack it. But here, here's the thing also. You know, I was like watching the Rams and don't get me wrong, I was impressed with them. But then I went back and saw who they beat and they're five and two and four of their wins came from the NFC East and they almost lost to the Giants. So I'm not overly impressed. They're not like a juggernaut or any of that kind of thing. They're just a, you know, they're a very good team, but they're not invincible. They're talented. Uh, They are talented. But the thing that that makes me think that uh, we can play well against them is their quarterback. Yes. Goff just does not always impress me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've got some guys back there who will take advantage of that if he's not on target. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we match up fine. Listen, their offense is what holds them back, Kirk, more so than it is their defense. I mean, they're they're ranked sixth in the NFL right now in defense, fifth against the run and ninth against the uh I should say the opposite. And they're ninth against the rush, fifth against the pass, and they're sixth overall. They've got a really, really solid defense. Their offense, not so much. Um, you know, they're they're twentieth. When you look at this team, and you look at Goff, and you look at Robert Woods, and you look at uh, Coop, and some of the other guys that they have, you would think that they're 
passing game would be much better than it is, but they're 20th in the league. Um, that's not great. You know, they're on the, they're in the bottom third, basically of the league, as far as their passing game is concerned. Now, uh, you don't think of them as that type of unit, but yet they are up to this point. I think we match up well against them uh, defensively. I think we'll be okay in that aspect. Where my concern comes is on the opposite side with our offense going against their defense and our offensive line. Now, um, what is the word on on our left tackle? Is he playing this week or is he not? Do you guys have any so. idea? I don't think so. We've heard nothing so. about him, so I would assume not. Right. So, I mean, we're not going to have our best unit out there as well. So that's somewhat of a concern if Williams isn't playing at left tackle. Um, You know, even though they've done an adequate job up to this point, I mean, obviously you take a step back without him in the lineup. You know, you want your starting Talking about Jackson. I mean, Jackson. I'm sorry. What did I say? Williams? Yes. Yes, I meant Jackson. I apologize. So sorry. So, (laughs) (laughs) but... uh, you know, w- without him in there, you know, obviously you take a step backwards. And um, against this unit, you want your best unit out there, you know, your best starting five. And if we don't have our best starting five, uh, that's a problem as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see. It should be a real interesting game. I mean, you know, I'm excited, you know, but extremely nervous. I've said it over and over again. And um, hopefully we come out rocking and rolling. All right, so if you're Miami, how are you going to attack uh, the Rams? Go ahead, Kirk. I'm going. Okay, go let me. You're the two expert. Yeah, you're the two expert. Let's let's hear it. I see uh, a lot of quick slants. I see screens. They they should you know they somehow or another they got to stop the defensive line from just from them and the linebackers being overly aggressive. So in order to do that, you got to soften them up and spread them out a little bit. I see them throwing some screens, and you know here's the thing too. Without the screens and the, and the quick slant, Williams, I think, has to have a big game. They're going to have to throw some balls down the field and try to get something positive to happen, and I, and I think Tua can take care of that. If he can get that touch for those uh, 50-50 balls like Fitzy was throwing up to let them go up and get them, if he can do that, then that's one way to take an advantage. But, we, it, we, you know, here's the thing, too, though. We still have to run the football, and I don't know. Maybe, you know, Mike, you or Luke can elaborate on it a little bit. I don't, it's got to be respectable. We got to be able to run the ball and have it respectable somehow. But one thing that stuck in my head was, uh, it was either last week or not too long ago, Lou, you had said something about, we can't put everybody up on the line or we can't, you know, add all these extra blockers and then take away from what we do well. So that being said, we got to just go with them, you know, just go and, and, and try to run the football and, swing these little passes out to Gaskins and Brita and, and see if we can make something happen. And if we can loosen them up a little bit and they, they move up, then maybe we can go over the top and Gesicki's got to have a big day. He was, he's been invisible lately, but you know, we have to get some passes up the seam. So that's the main thing is we've got to figure out a way to make them not be so aggressive. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, you have to challenge uh, Ramsey, here and there, but not not to any extreme. So you you very well may see Ramsey just take Parker out of the game. But, you know, the thing I loved about uh, Fitzpatrick was the fact that he didn't care. If he saw him out there one-on-one, he was trusting in him. So let's, let's hope that they do, in fact, challenge him a little bit. Now, with that being said, um, 
you know, you do have to get these other guys involved. Now, you mentioned screens, Kirk, and I'll tell you what, I can count on my one hand how many screens I've seen this offense uh, run over the course of this first half of the season. Uh, I'd love to see it. I mean, I know I've seen Breida in on a few of them, and they actually became productive. He had like a 30-yard uh, reception on something like that uh, two games back. So the thing is this, is that I think that that's, that's something they have to do, and I'm hoping that they come up with a completely different game plan uh, with Tua in uh, at quarterback to where he rolls out a lot, you know, after, uh, you know, like maybe sending guys around for jet sweeps and stuff like that and just faking those and rolling out and, and throwing balls to our tight ends. I mean, like you mentioned, Gasecki and these guys have to, they have to make plays down the middle of the field because these two corners are going to play our guys man to man. And you may have, you're not going to have Parker doubled up. You're going to have Ramsey on him. You're going to probably have them double up on Williams. So that's going to leave other guys one on one. And they have to get Breed involved. Gaskins is great. You know, he's caught everything thrown at him, but. You know, he, he gets marginal gains. You want to see Breeder incorporated into this offense, and hopefully this is the week. You know, you, you're putting Tua in, so let's see a little bit more of Breeder. I want to see more of him, um, you know, and, and I hope they go that route. You're reminding me of uh, your comments on Drake last year. It's almost like a carbon copy. You wanted to see more Drake, and you wanted to see more Drake. Well, now you're wanting to see more Breeder. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, he has the speed to turn anything into a touchdown. But, uh, you know, I think the problem becomes, is he a better all-around player than Gaskin? And that's, that's something that uh, it's, it's hard to say um, because obviously they're starting Gaskin, so they have to have a reason for doing that. So they feel uh, he must be a better all-around player or he wouldn't be out there. Oh, I, I, and I get that, Mike. That's not my issue. There are packages that they really should incorporate him into more. On third down, I want to see Breida on the field. And I do understand that Gaskins is doing a very good job. Overall, he may be a better blocker. He may pick up linebackers better when they're blitzing up the middle. I get all that. Uh, But in certain packages, I think that Breida should be on the field. When you're in third and five and third and sixes, I think that Breida's a more dynamic player. He's got speed. He's he's the fastest running back in football. You have to get him isolated on the outside. Uh, Gaskins doesn't bring that element to your football game. And you know what? I mean, I'll, I'll go a step further. There's nothing wrong with having both of them out on the field. I mean, they did that with Laird in game one and game two. And yeah. I haven't seen that, you know, since. So, you know, you have that ability as well. I want to see more of him. I don't think he's getting – I mean, we can go back and look and see how many times he's on the field per game. I can assure you it's not a lot, and I, I just want to see more of him in certain packages. Um, I think that you have you have a weapon there, and you have to use it, and I hope that this is the week that they do it. You know, we'll see. Well, you got to figure out something because they've got to move the ball. So yes. Gotta move uh, the football. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, asking Tua to run the RPOs or if it's just going to be a quick passing game, you know, like Kirk was saying, uh, slants and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to see. Yep. But uh, if, it, if it's me, I think I, I do like the idea of screens uh, because I want to get things away from Donald. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Rams are not stupid. They, they know the teams are yeah, attacking them that way. So, you know. Right. You've got to do something with the middle. You, you've got to either um, 
run to the middle. You 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 gotta, in other words, play the entire field because you want them to defend the entire field. You don't want them cheating outside because Donald's in the middle. Exactly. You got to get everybody involved, and that's the other thing, you know, about Fitzpatrick is that, you know, you look down at every game, and you know, he was he was throwing to seven, eight, nine different. I mean, everybody was involved. Yes. So that's what you need. You know, you have to spread the ball around. And we've been productive at moving the football. We haven't finished well, um, you know, and that's been a combination of a lot of different things. Fitzpatrick, uh, play calling, uh, referee calls. You know, there's there's been a number of reasons for it. Um, You know, you don't have a kicker kick five field goals in two separate games over half a season for no reason or one specific reason. There's been a lot of reasons as to why that has taken place. You know, there's been breakdowns, you know, from everybody, uh, bad routes. The whole the bottom line is this, is that let's just hope that they are more productive in the red zone under Tua than what they were the first half of this season. And maybe that was another factor in, you know, in, in him starting this week. So, um, you know, they have to get everybody involved. You know, it's that simple. Um, that's what Fitzpatrick did very well. It was probably one of his better attributes. And let's hope that Tua does much of the same, you know? Yeah. Speaking of uh, Donald, do you know he has seven and a half sacks already this season? He's a beast. I said it already. <laughs> I mean, that's just insane. The team as a whole has 20 sacks, okay, over six games. So you guys do the math there. <laughs> yep. It's a pretty decent number every single week, right? Yep. They're going to get theirs. Yeah. Um, I, I, John, another note, I don't know if you heard today, but uh, mm-hmm. the Dolphins did sign Adam Shaheen to a two-year contract. Oh, boy. So he's going to stick around a while. Um, Interesting. And as, as I look at the tight end rankings, he's ranked uh, 10th out of 66 tight ends, and Kasiki is ranked 6th. So they're probably very happy with their tight ends. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, as the trio – has actually done a very, very good job up to this point, haven't they? I mean, I think we, so. We've seen more production of late from the other two, Smythe and Sheehan, uh, over Gasecki. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you know, just when you thought Gasecki was taken off, the other two guys have kind of been the guys that have been productive in the red zone and making plays down the field. Um, we haven't seen Gasecki since he caught that long pass. You know, that's. <laughs> He's just disappeared. So yeah, well, team, teams are taking that away, you know. Well, I mean, you know, it's up to him to take it back, Mike. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, you know, he's got to, like Kirk said, he's got to step up this week. Yeah, and if, they, if they're if they going to take him out, Miami uses those other two tight ends. That's what's been happening. So they can't, they can't cover them all. So it's a nice, uh, you know, it's a nice thing to have. You know, it's funny because I remember people saying at the beginning of the year that Gailey doesn't use tight ends. <laughs> Who said that, Omar? <laughs> a few people. A few yeah. people. Well, he's but, using three of them now, right? Yeah. I mean, you use what you have. That's, that's the name of the game there. Uh, you know, you look at our receivers. Devontae Parker ranks 26 out of 119 receivers. So he's doing his job. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Ford, he's 72nd of 119, and Preston Williams is 75th of 119. Mm-hmm. So you're a little weaker in those spots than you'd like to be. Now, Preston Williams has that ability. You've got to get him You've got to get him going. And uh, if I'm the Dolphins, that, that's going to be something that I'm really going to try and do. 
Yeah, this, this, this is the week. game to do it with Ramsey on uh, Parker. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. But, you know, Parker, you know, they've got to challenge Ramsey. I mean, I'm not saying they need to target him 10 times. Oh, but, absolutely, you know, yes. They, 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 you know, you just don't You pick your give spots. Up. Yeah, you don't give up on your best player just because you're going – I mean, he is – I think he's the best cornerback in football, but people throw at Xavier, and he's, you know, he's in the top five, I would say, top, you know, top ten for sure. Um, you know, he seems to be getting better and better every week, healthier and healthier or healthier, healthier, whatever the case may be. But, um, <clears throat> you know, these guys, again, you know, they, they have to step up. It's interesting, Mike. Actually, they, How- Howard is ranked ninth and Ramsey 16th. That's unbelievable. Yeah. You watch Ramsey play and, you know, Mike, I look at those numbers and I get it, you Uh know, but when you watch the physicality of Ramsey, I mean, this guy is a linebacker with, with incredible speed and, um, you know, watching him the other night, you're looking at him and you're like, my God, this guy is just an absolute beast. And, and, and Donald the same, but with all that being said, you know, when you go when you go into these type of football games and you know exactly who the problems are going to be, you have to, you know, you have to do something um, in regard to that. And Donald, they're going to have to double team all day. And these guys are going to have to step up these other offensive linemen that are going to be man to man with their with their uh, with the players. The do problem, you see the way he splits double teams? He's yeah, very good at it. <laughs> he, he, Mike, he's, he's the best in the business. There's yeah. no question about that. The, the problem that, you, that, uh, that I can foresee is the fact that they do send an extra guy here and there. And right. um, they have a clean shot for that reason. So they've got to be on their game this week. They've got to be extremely smart because this defense is a good unit. They play well together. Um, you know, it was great that we got, we all got to watch him on Monday night. So we know what to expect. And I mean, you know, we'll talk about the other side of the football, I guess in a few minutes here, but it was, it was great to watch him. And it was great that the coaching staff and the, and the team itself, I hope, I hope all the players were watching the game to, to see exactly what they're going to be throwing at them come Sunday, you know? Yeah. So we were fortunate that they had the Monday night game this week for a few reasons. The fact that they're going to have even a shorter week this week is a positive in our favor as well. Maybe. What's the other, what's the other positive, Lou? Uh, I'm going to let you handle that, Kirk. That's your, that, that's your, uh, that's your gig. What's going what's to happen this Sunday? A little <laughs> bit of traveling? They're going to travel from west to east. On a short week? They're playing at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Actually, it's going to be a ele- it's going to be eleven for them because they get lucky because we drop the clocks back. Ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, well, you know, all those factors maybe add up here. Let's see what happens. Right. Um, what do you got, Mike? Well, I, I'm not buying the time thing. Uh, if you're asking me, because uh, it doesn't hold water when you look at the stats lately. <laughs> it just doesn't. We'd like to think it does, but it doesn't. Uh, I, right. This morning I was. Looking it up, and uh, I, I think the Rams are are three and zero against the spread. The last time they've, the last three times they've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, teams learn how to handle it, and uh, I think it's more usually the better team wins. You know, now are they coming in a day early, like some I, of the I West Coast heard. teams do? I haven't yeah. heard. I mean, it's interesting. With a short week, I doubt it. I doubt it too, which is a positive as well. You yeah. know, I mean. 
you know, listen, the game, the fact that they had to play Monday night and they had a short week and have to travel across the country, I mean, I think it is going to affect them to some degree. Uh, you know, you're getting one day less of practice, obviously. I right. mean, that's, that's, the first, that's the first thing. Um, you know, healthy wise, you know, you play the game Monday night, then you got to get on a plane and you got to fly across. I mean, I don't think they had any major injuries. Um, I know on offense, Higby missed the game Monday night. And, um, if he doesn't play, that's a positive because they have Everett, who's very good tight end as well. But with, with Higby, it's, you know, when they, when they shoot two double tight ends out at you, it's, it's a problem because they're both very capable of catching balls down the field. So we might as well just go into the offense on that note, right? <laughs> well, you're doing it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Kirk, you want to start on their offense? I mean, you talked about golf a little bit. That you know, start with him, I guess, right? And then we'll go from there. Yeah. Let me let me say something about Parker real quick because uh-huh. right? we're we're you know Ramsey this Ramsey that. <laughs> That's what that you know, and I, I I'm sorry, I just can't I can't live with that. So put Parker up against a lot of these teams' best corners, and he's a beast. So he's a – I'm just going to say this. He's going to be a problem for Ramsey. He might even be enough of a problem that Ramsey does something stupid because he does have that in him where he'll, he'll commit a foul, he'll do something out of frustration. And we've seen Parker go up there and eat some of these best corners alive. So if Parker stays healthy and goes out and does what he's supposed to do, it could be a long day for that guy too. Ramsey's six and, one and, and Parker's six three. Right. I don't care how big they are. Parker <laughs> is a beast. He's a beast. And Ramsey only has one pick, and that might be because they don't throw his way. I don't know. And I watched him Monday <laughs> night, but I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm putting my hat in the corner for our guy. I agree. Listen, I, I just said it, you know, a few minutes ago that, you know, we can't we can't ignore him. You know, we we've got to challenge him. There's no question about it. I mean, if they're man to man, I you know, I give Parker a lot of credit and I hope that, you know, he's able to win those battles. Uh this guy's a really, really good corner, but you know, Parker's a really, really good receiver. So challenge him, you know, challenge him. Uh we I just I just wish that uh, you know, we had the veteran <laughs> challenging him. I'm a little concerned, you know, with, with what we're throwing out there. With Tua, you know, I just hope that he make, yeah. you know, he makes smart throws, you know, because he hasn't really worked with these guys as Fitzpatrick has. That's where my concern lies, you know. And I think I think too much is made of that, Lewis. To be honest with you, because well, he's a wide receiver, it's a football. He's a quarterback, you know. It, it's unless you're throwing blind passes, you you should be able to hit your target. Yeah. Well, Mike. Seen a big difference between Tannehill's throws to Parker and and Fitzpatrick's. So yes, because one of those quarterbacks has guts and the other one doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean they just you know that was a constant issue you know with getting the ball down the field to to you know to Parker and some of the other receivers. But listen, and, we'll, and I say we'll that, say. and I say that, and the kid's playing great this year. So let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, you he know, is. Tannehill's having a great season. I hope he continues. I hope he does great. You know, absolutely, he does a great job at throwing yeah. that ten yard slant and yep. having uh, Brown run it yep. eighty yards exactly. in. Like he really exactly. does. So anyway, he's, he's getting the job done. All right, they're winning. <laughs> all right, let's get let's get to the Rams' offense against our defense. Let's go there. All right, let's do it. All Come right. on, Kirk. Let's get to golf right. here. I'll, How are you going to defend them? First, I'll them? tell you the thing that I'm worried about with him <laughs> that I saw and I don't like is that they did that like naked bootleg roll around and he's throwing it against his body for a right hander. Yeah, and 
if we don't stay home, we have to stay home on these because that's it's just it's it's weird for a right hander to do that. I don't know if you guys you know usually when you when you do something like that, you're throwing to your strong side, but for him to the reverse back out and and throw that pass across his body like he did, and with some accuracy. That made me a little bit nervous, but he does have a tendency to throw some bad passes too. He does. But since we're we're talking about the offense, the thing that makes me nervous is there's a lot of motion. And I looked at it and Woods has, and these are probably all jet sweeps. He's taken the ball 14 times for 99 yards and, and cup also. So they do a lot of that, that jet sweep action with their wide receivers. And somehow or another it, Miami's going to have to stay home and not get caught following that and leaving the other side wide open. So there's going to have to be a lot of discipline there. Yeah, I mean, Kirk, you said it perfectly. I mean, the jet sweeps are are a key to their a key to their offense. They play off of that, and they were actually successful on the few times he actually rolled out and threw against his body. They had receivers running wide open on that side of the field, so it's it's somewhat effective for them. You know, it's it's not a natural movement, obviously, for the quarterback, but, you know, it, it, it was successful. And the thing about it is, is that Woods and Cooper both capable of getting around that, that edge on those jet sweeps if, in fact, they hand the ball to him. They play off of those plays, and you really, like you said, you really have to be disciplined as a defense. Now, with all the injuries to our linebackers, it's a key in this football game the key is our defensive line and the fact that they do stay at home and they do play their position well, especially the ends. As a matter of fact, you've got to throw the tackles in as well because their two running backs are not dynamic, Henderson and Brown, but they're both very good. I mean, this team runs the football. Uh, Henderson's at 4.8 a clip and Brown's at 4.0 a clip. So they average four to five yards a carry every time they touch the football. That's productive. It's very good. They run those jets. They have the guys in motion consistently, as you mentioned, Kirk. And you just, as a defense, you don't know if the running back's getting it up the middle or these guys are getting the ball around, you know, around the, the edge on the jet sweep or if he's going to uh, go play action out of that and throw the ball down the field. It's very difficult to defend. They're going to have to be extremely disciplined, and they're going to have to play a very solid game across that defensive line. Now, past that, when you put Goff in situations to where he has to drop back and just throw the football down the field, you put a little pressure on him, he struggles a little bit. He truly does. I mean, we watched him in the Super Bowl do it. We've watched him, you know, game in and game out struggle at times. You know, he's not... He's not a world beater out there. Um, I think that if we're going to win this football game, they have to pressure him and they have to get a couple of picks from him and they have a possibility of winning this football game. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, their receivers are outstanding. Coop, Woods, Josh Reynolds, uh, as the slot guy, it can beat you. I mean, they're all extremely good. The tight ends. That's, that's my good. concern, the slot. Yeah, the slot and the tight ends could be a major problem for us. I mean, absolutely. I think that our corners will match up well against their receivers. But, I mean, Coop is a beast when they line him up inside. And uh, you may very well see that. You know, we have to play the middle of the field well. And, you know, our safeties come into play there. Um, 
you know, I'll tell you, you know, they've got talent on that offensive side of the football. It's going to be a challenge. But because we have two extremely good cornerbacks that could match up well against both Woods and Coop on the outside, I think that they can defend this team pretty well as long as the defensive line does their job and we don't get eaten up alive on the ground where they're averaging five, six, seven yards a carry. That's a problem. The defensive line is the key to this football game, guys. I mean, you know, they're the key to it, plain and simple, on that de- on the defensive side going against their offense. So who do you like this week, Kirk? I like Miami in a close game. I'm thinking there's going to be more field goals, so – Something like 23 to 17. Okay. I think Miami's going to win that game. Very close. And, and like Lou said, you know, based on our defensive line, and we need, we need to get a couple of turnovers, either a fumble recovery or a, something to give us, you know, decent field position. It's going to be close. It's not going to be uh, – it's, it's going to be ugly. But I think that we can get it done at, at home. And what are, we're a four-point underdog, right? We are. Four and I think a half, my, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, But I, I, I think we can get this one. We think, Lou. Well, th- this is really hard because you know there's that. There's unknown, a wild card there, right? There's a wild card there with Tua in. But I'll be honest with you, I I think they're going to win this football game as well. I think that the coaching staff knows what they're doing, and uh, God, I hope I don't eat my words on this. I really do. Um, but I think that the coaching staff made this decision because it's going to give them the best chance of winning, as you guys mentioned. I, I truly believe that they want to win football this year. They're looking around at our division. They're seeing that Buffalo has not been playing that great of late. Uh, they've been struggling. They've been getting just past uh, some pretty bad teams. Uh, they struggled with the Jets. Uh, New England looks absolutely horrible at this point, and they're looking at you know, going for a playoff spot and maybe getting this division. I mean, we've got Buffalo one more time uh, this year. So I truly believe that the coaching staff feels that two is going to give us our best chance to win this football game. And I think that they're going to win this game. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I think they're going to win it. I think they're going to win 24-20. Uh, that's my prediction on it. I think it's going to be a very tight game. And I think that if the defense, again, if the defensive line plays well and they're not able to run the ball that well, we've got a very, very good chance at winning this football game. Well, Page. I think it's going to be a little higher scoring than you guys do. Um, okay. Because I, I do think the Rams are going to have some success, especially inside on our defense. And uh, I think, too, is going to come out and play well. Um, so, what I'm saying is, uh, I think we may be going to overtime, and uh, we lose by a field goal, say 38-35. Wow. Okay. With a new kicker they just brought up. Well, Forbath, you know that, that he's their kicking situation's been an issue. So, you know, we got to force them in the attempting field goals. You know, they they just signed him this week because they had an injury, I think, to their starting kicker. They've had issues. Um, I think they cut their kicker. Is that what they did? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the case yeah, was. Uh, but the point of the matter is is that they're bringing in a guy that uh, has been all over the league for the most part. So, I mean, I don't know if that becomes a factor or not, but um, it'd be nice to just keep them out of the end zone, obviously. That's what we want, period. So um, that's interesting, Mike. Uh, you expect a lot of offense, huh? I do. I do. Uh, and I may be wrong. 
you know, two may struggle and everything may go out the window. But uh, I think the Rams are going to be passing the ball, and uh, I think we're going to be passing the ball. So I, I do think it's going to be a higher scoring game maybe than we've had uh, recently. Yeah, I mean, the, the key is Tua and the fact that, listen, the best way to defend the Rams is by not having them on the field to begin with. And one thing that we've done very well up to this point is, is, is extend drives. We've done very well yep. up until, I mean, even though our third downs have been absolutely horrible, you don't see a lot of the three and outs like we have in the last, God, four or five years, right? I mean, guys, think about how bad we were. I think we had, Mike, me and you talked about it for the last three years up until last season, how many times our we Our third just down offense was ridiculous. Three and, yeah, but it was, it was consistently three and outs. I mean, we had more three and outs than I think any team in the league um, up until last season and this season. I no. mean, it was, it was pathetic. It's pretty clear Gase brought those to New York with him. Uh, yeah, pretty much. He may have had a lot to do with that is right. But the point of the matter is, is that uh, the best the best way to defend their offense is by not even having them on the field. And that's what we have to do. We have to put some nice drives together to yep. where we don't have to worry about them being on the field. You know, we don't want that. Well, if you do that, if you if you can have those time-consuming drives, then you're shortening the game. You're, you're going to score less. But um, – and that's a good thing. But with Donald in the middle, I don't know how well you're going to run. That's that's the thing. Right. And Mike, you know, we, we've been successful moving the football for the last year and a half without having much of a run game. So it is it is possible to do. We yep. just have to be smart in how we're doing it, you exactly. know, in the flats and, you know, maybe some jet sweeps to Grant. You know, uh, you know, they have to give the Rams something to think about. We can't just line up and and and, you know, expect to beat this team. We're going to have to throw some monkey wrenches at them over the course of this game. There's, and maybe Tua, just by being on the field, is that that is that monkey wrench. It could be. Yep. It could be. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a while since we had something to be excited about, and uh, I'm definitely excited. I can't wait to see this kid play. Yeah, I heard Kirk is, has been just, you know, pacing all over the house for three days now, you know, back and forth, you know, just uh, – <laughs> I'm sure he. Has. I got some. I got some. I got some umpiring in. Oh, okay. oh, you did. Okay, so, so you blew some steam off there. You're punching guys out. You're out. Strike three. Yep. yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, you got I told, some of that I tell out those of your coaches, system. Go ahead. When I'm behind the plate, I tell them it's not a pizza. It has corners on it. You better come up there swinging. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. All yeah. right, so we'll be back Monday, Lewis, to uh, recap the game and, and give people our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, I want to wish everybody a great, great Sunday. And uh, fins up. Fins up. Fins up. It's two a time, guys. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.